This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser from Bloomberg Radio. So business leaders have spoken. They've been speaking out about the chaos in the nation's capital last week. They've backed off political contributions uh, from politics overall, from the president specifically. We've also seen social media limiting uh, certainly the president, but also thousands of others when it comes to their posts. So time will tell if all of this has more of a lasting impact. Now, as I've said before, our next guest is constantly getting gut checks from his clients, and I bet he got an earful over the last week and a half since the Capitol riot. His trust barometer, too, has been a valued gut check for us and our listeners in terms of how the public is feeling about the business world and really the world at large. He is founder and CEO of the global communications firm Edelman. Richard Edelman is back with us and he joins us on the phone in New York City. Richard, nice to have you here. Happy New Year, although it doesn't feel so happy. And reading through your um, massive report, uh, a lot of Americans aren't happy about their leaders and they really, in terms of who they trust right now. How are you? Look, I think the most important uh, finding in the Edelman Trust Barometer this year is that business is the most trusted institution and that business is supposed to step into the void left by government. Last we talked, which was uh, about May, Mm -hmm. um, government had become the most trusted institution because it was wartime and we were doing lockdowns and big spend to keep uh, people afloat and, you know, being fired in the pandemic. And now we're in a different point. Leaders of government have deeply disappointed. We feel like we've been lied to. Um, There is no uh, really sign that the pandemic is ebbing. And um, and so it's been handed over to business to fix. And um, in particular, CEOs have to speak up and stand up and talk not just about uh, COVID, but about systemic racism and about uh, sustainability. And, um, you know, it's really adults in the room and whether it's jamie diamond or 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 uh scott kirby of united airlines everybody has to talk about how we're gonna get back to travel and how we get back to uh normal well so let's talk about as you say business leaders now the most trusted institution here uh and certainly not uh government leaders here and we have seen members of uh the business community backing off on political contributions you know being very outspoken about president trump uh, and what happened to the nation's capital. Where were they, though? Although I will say many members of the business community were pretty critical of President Trump as well through over, throughout the past four years. But I think some would say, well, why didn't, why didn't business leaders speak up even more um, strongly to say that these things weren't right early on? You know, it's, it's a new learned behavior for CEOs to be public figures. They're, they're normally, you know trying to serve Wall Street and serve their employees. And all of a sudden, um, with this leadership vacuum, we, we have a necessity of decency and of making sure... Carol, the biggest stat that's fascinating is mm. my employer is the most trusted institution, even 15 points higher than business in general. So, And it's my employer CEO who's trusted in my employer... Um, media, in fact, is more trusted than mainstream media. So, yeah. therefore, people who are employees are looking desperately for quality information. And that's what we're lacking in society now. That's a new deal for companies. <laughs> They're not used to being information purveyors. But that's the demand. That's the necessity well, right now. Richard, what? how did the pandemic help create that? Because I do feel like 
you know, individuals, you know, who were able to keep their jobs and stay employed, like the lifeline and the communication between their employers, especially working from home, it had to change. Um, and I do wonder how the pandemic impacted the employer-employee relationship. It became, as you say, um, in a way, the normalizing force um, was the connection to the office, um, even if you weren't in the office. And that you were getting better facts from the company about um, return to work or opportunity to get vaccinated from the company, not from the government. I mean, early on, the government did this well. Governor Cuomo, others, regular briefings, and then it dissipated over the summer, and it hasn't returned. And the magic cures, hydroxychloroquine, all that just deeply, deeply hurt any credibility that government leaders had. And... Beyond that, the media has all of a sudden been categorized as politicized, biased, um, you know, people are in thought bubbles, and the media has been crippled as a source of information. So again, government and media typically in in a crisis period are the reliable sources. Not now. It's business's turn. Hey, I want to get back to your uh, Edelman Trust Barometer that you just put out. Though, Richard, what I want to ask you, because you do, you're constantly talking with CEOs, from all different industries. What are the conversations you've been having in the last week? Well, one is about um, the position of America in the world. Um, Our Mm. trust barometer found that uh, the U.S. is actually third from the bottom in terms of how its own uh, residents feel about its institutions. So we're just ahead of Russia and Japan. Japan's still reeling from Fukushima and the nuclear accident in Russia, as it is. Um, And trust in brand America um, and trust in the American government has really eroded. It's only 40% globally, and it's just above China at 30%. You know, we're, we're, we're down there with Italy and Spain. We're not up there with Germany, Canada, etc. So that's a big concern. I'm also hearing from CEOs about um, how we're going to work with government yeah. and the uh, idea that uh, some of these problems, for example, upskilling, job training, etc., that has to be done with government. Uh, and, and similarly, uh, sustainability has to be done with government. Yeah, we can get people to do cold water wash, but, you know, the, the big, big ideas, you know, Starbucks taking straws out of the cups, the, those are all big moves. Right. Um, but there has to be a strategy over time about um, car efficiency, you know, oil do they, do they feel it's going to be more difficult with this incoming Biden administration than it was with the Trump administration? I think it's going to be a different uh, set of objectives. And, you know, to rejoin the Paris Accord, a lot of the CEOs are in favor um, to, to be uh, more um, front and center about infrastructure. So America's more competitive. Everybody's for that. And and we also have to get through the next uh, four or five months until the number of people get vaccinated. And Carol, our, our study was so scary about to the number of people who were prepared to get vaccinated right away. Only one third of Americans yeah. and one third in a year and one third never. And that's completely against what everybody expected about um, the solve, which is you get the vaccine, everybody does it. No, we have a lot of disinformation out there. And we, we, we have to tell people who's in the clinical trials, why are they there, what's the success levels, the low level of side effects, and get them to take the shot. 
Yeah, I think this is like not playing at all how we all anticipated, right? We, you know, for so long over the summer, we were talking about, you know, everybody just wants the vaccine, let's just get it. But it, it is playing out very differently. And this coming just on the heels of the president-elect kind of laying out his plans and, and to try and get more vaccines out to people much more quickly than they have, because we know this is key to reopening the economy. Talk to me a little bit about traditional media and, and what the findings were, because I find this interesting. And I think... You know, our country's doing a bunch of soul searching. I think media is too, in terms of how we cover things. Well, I think that, uh, you know, Bloomberg and, and others have played it up the middle, and you need to lead the way in not just following tweets. You know, there needs to be original reporting. The media needs to have the story agenda as opposed to politicians who tweet and then the media follows. And also, the media needs to be seen as a middle ground player as opposed to associating with one side or the other. And again, we need to be sure that what you say is true. Right. Well, so, okay. That, I'm, that's important. I'm curious about, because it's interesting, I'm, and I'm sure the CEOs that you talk with, I mean, everybody has been leaning in for years about digital platforms and social media strategies mm-hmm. and the importance of them, right, in terms of getting corporate messages out or reaching consumers. At the same time, um, I wonder if there's any consensus or anything that you're hearing in terms of the responsibilities of the big tech and the big social media companies here who have all of a sudden now stepped in and, you know, kind of limiting uh, the president and certain other platforms. But I just do wonder what you're hearing and what might be. But Carol, part of it it is our own problem, which is information hygiene, which is to say, check multiple sources, don't share stories until you're sure that what is in something is, is, is accurate, um, and we have to do better. Only a quarter of the people do it. 57% in our study say that they uh, share stories right away without checking the source, and only 25% say they actually go to multiple sources. And so we're causing our own problem. But uh, also, I think that business in particular, NGOs, mm. government as well, contribute to the social media flow. Make sure that quality material is getting in front of people so they can make good decisions as opposed to just going off of what one person's experience was on the basis of you know some bad right event right which is not truth that's just not true it's an experience but it doesn't make it truth correct that's a conversation we've been having a lot i've certainly in my personal life but even around the news i mean truth is truth (laughs) and there's no truth is fact checked truth has third party corroboration yeah it's not just one person's view well, um, got about 40 seconds here. Got a, got a takeaway from this latest trust barometer that you guys have put out? I just think it's a moment for business to speak up and stand up. And business, you know, over the summer did a lot during um, in, the, in the wake of the murder of George Floyd. And, and now business has to do even more um, on vaccination, on, on uh, job retraining. On, on getting us back to work safely. Yeah. Um, but most of all, CEOs to be adults in the room and bring the two parties together and demand that they stop being political and, 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 and that we have work to do in this country. This is a time for depoliticizing. That's the word. Well, I'm going to leave it on that note. I think it's a good note for us all, uh, certainly as we head into the inauguration next week. Richard, thank you so much. Stay safe. Richard Edelman, Chief Executive Officer at Edelman, on the phone in New York City.